0: Why does it have to be a rule that you need to pick up the rose even if you're not giving it out? Left the rose, bundle like a plate. Lucky! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people. Welcome back to our show. I'm Maria.
1: Hi, guys. What's up? I'm Shanice.
0: And this is our podcast, Cinema Chicks. Chicks. In today's episode, we're talking about week 7 of season 25 of The Bachelor. But
1: first, there has been a lot going on in Bachelor Nation. And um, we need to address it.
0: Yeah. And Chris Harrison, we're we're looking at you. Oh.
1: (laughs) Shots fired. Yeah. Um, so guys, we had originally intended, well yeah we had recorded something before Mm -hmm. and so we're just going to play that recording or insert it right after this so that you guys can hear what our views were at that time and then we'll come back in because more has developed it's a developing situation more has developed since then we're
0: gonna come back and continue the conversation and then get into this week's episode so stay tuned guys go have a listen after we recorded our weekly episode for the
1: bachelor a serious issue arose and we felt like we would be shortchanging our audience if we didn't address this issue so
0: a couple of weeks in the back apparently it's been about six to seven weeks now there was a post that emerged about rachel kerr connell mm-hmm. who is rachel on this season of the bachelor
1: the first thing i saw was a girl on tiktok posting that it's funny how Rachel is on this season of "The Bachelor," and she used to make fun of her in high school for dating black guys. I feel like that is what really started, a domino effect mm-hmm. of maybe then people went on to dig into her past, and we see pictures surface of Rachel attending an antebellum party that is a celebration of the old South. Right.
0: So I think it was that latter part that got a lot of um, fire in the media. Right. Mm-hmm. And Rachel Lindsay, who was the first black bachelorette mm-hmm. of the franchise, and she was now a co- she's now a correspondent for, for Extra, she is now interviewing Chris Harrison, the host of the franchise.
1: I feel like a lot of the fans are getting a sense that Rachel's role in this season is very significant mm-hmm. um, some also believe strongly that Rachel might have even won the season which is why ABC is going on this media run to clear her name before she even comes out and says anything because yeah. um, it, it, it is pe- peculiar that she has said nothing, yeah. but ABC is sending out Chris Harrison on the front lines to come and address mm-hmm. the issue.
0: First, he says that we we are looking at what happened with Rachel
1: in the lens of 2021, as opposed to what was going on in what was going on and acceptable, right? In 2018, he also says that he's not the woke police. Um, I just want to interject here. The amount of times Chris Harrison used the term woke police was nauseating.
0: Yeah. Him using that term repeatedly came across to me that being woke right now is a trend. He didn't say that what is happening right now is serious and it, it is recognized and the, it, it, it pushes change.
1: Right. He, he's, he's just ha-
0: saying oh, well, I'm not the woke police, and if we're woke right now, and what's happening with the woke people
1: right now is that this is the case. He keeps on contextualizing it in the fact that, was it wrong in 2018? Yes, it was wrong in 2018, Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. This whole woke police, whatever you want to call it, movement, is not something I, I know that you might not have been aware that these issues affected black people until 2020 everybody was forced to listen and you probably at that time for the first time became aware of the issues that affect this community yes it is not fair for you to use your experience and the fact that this is wrong to you in 2021 to say that in 2018, it was not wrong. At one point in the interview, he says, she was just a college girl who got dressed up to go to a party and have fun. At this point, I'm thinking, is it that Chris Harrison doesn't understand? Is it that he doesn't understand what the party signifies? It's not just getting dressed up to go to a party, Chris Harrison, it's a little bit more than that. and, and before we go any further i just want to say that chris harrison has released a statement Mm -hmm. on his instagram right so he says in his in his apology that he doesn't speak for rachel kirkconnell but he wanted to offer her grace and give her an opportunity to speak on her own but i feel like you were speaking for her chris harrison you did come on there and you were speaking for her Yeah i don't have a problem with chris harrison Mm -hmm. but when i saw this interview it rubbed me the wrong way definitely yeah um i'm not saying anybody is perfect i'm not saying that he is always going to say the right thing but he said that he spoke on a topic that he didn't have knowledge of That was something that you should have taken into consideration before before. and when rachel asked you about that issue you probably should have stepped aside and said you wish not to and you want to give rachel an opportunity rachel kirkconnell an opportunity to come and speak for herself and end it there
0: right and and what i want to say is chris harrison is very good at avoiding questions that's his job as a host he always has to avoid direct questions relating to who is the winner who he think is gonna make it far he's always on press tours when he's done filming the bachelor he knows how the story ends and he is not supposed to say anything so he's good at doing that and i think that is what he should have exercised in this interview but it is not it was not an issue for him the only person who should have said anything spoken any at all on this matter was rachel herself right and i don't want to harp on chris harrison anymore let's move on to better things rachel kirkconnell released an apology i accepted her apology a lot of persons were saying that it was very general and kind of like and a, t- a, a copy and paste apology that some persons have um, made relating to same, similar um, situations. But if you compare her apology to the statement that Chris Harrison released, at least she has acknowledged that what she did was wrong and that she intends on learning
1: and that she cannot speak for... I, don't, I just appreciated her apology, full stop. Um. I'm not going to be the one to hold it over her head and even though she's already apologized, continue to be bitter about the fact that, no, you did this. People can't go back in the past and change what they've done. If you've done something, you've done it. And now it's about moving forward. She has acknowledged that she did something wrong. And she has acknowledged that she is trying to grow and learn from the situation. And you can now start holding that person accountable. So you said you are going to do X, Y, and Z. Let's see how you mm-hmm. are going forward.
0: All right. Um, one last point I wanted to make, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it very quickly. One is that um later all of the girls of the Bachelorette of the Bachelor this season um released a message on Instagram commenting on this it says we are the women of the bachelor season 25 we are deeply disappointed and want to make it clear that we denounce any defense of racism any defense of racist behavior denies the lived and continued experiences of bipoc black and indigenous people of color individuals these experiences are not to be exploited or tokenized so and and it goes on so basically they are releasing a joint message out there for right. everybody to, to realize they're a united front on this on in respect of, of this matter although we saw a lot of drama on the show it was nice to see them come together and do this
1: um, I agree it's unfortunate how this event has unfolded mm-hmm. um, we would have re- wished maybe we would have even wanted to go back as far as 2018 to kind of stop Rachel from even attending something like that and um, educating her at that point Mm -hmm. or wishing that she had been educated at that point Um, Rachel on the show seems like a nice girl but you know we don't see the whole story and um, I don't really want to talk on anybody's life I don't want to denounce anybody or talk bad on their name I don't know her I don't know the full spectrum of who she is Mm -hmm. and i don't want to um you know class her as a certain type of person agreed
0: agreed and we're not classing chris harrison either we're just expressing how we we, feel about what he said
1: we we expected more from chris harrison i think with chris harrison it's more of an expectation disappointment situation where we were expecting that he would have taken a particular position and it was surprising to us to see that he took position that he did and we're back (laughs) all right guys so you heard what we had to say since then there has been more chris harrison has now released another apology so in that apology he explained that he would be taking a step back from the franchise right
0: a temporary step back um, he's not gonna be at the after the final rose, but we yes. will be seeing him. I think at the women's log because I think that was already recorded. Filled. Yeah, it seems to me like it might be a suspension. Maybe they gave him the option of deciding to temporarily take himself away, or maybe they wanted to put give him the opportunity to say something and allowed him to take himself away. But it it, it could be just like a temporary suspension yeah. for him, given yeah. the fact that he's getting so much heat
1: from. Um, viewers and fans. In addition to that, uh, Rachel Lindsay, she has her own podcast and she on that podcast had some things to say about how she felt about the interview. I just wanted to touch on that shortly. I mean, we don't have to stay on it long, but the essence of what she really had to say. One, she was happy to hear That Chris Harrison was taking time from the franchise she felt like it was a necessary move Mm -hmm. she expressed how she felt in the moment about the interview because a lot of people have been talking about how graceful she was and how she handled it so well Mm -hmm. on the other hand people have been saying that you know why didn't she defend it more why wasn't she more assertive yeah in her position and she explained on that podcast that black people don't get the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. and because of that she didn't want to come across as an angry black woman Mm -hmm. because if she did react that's all people would talk about yeah so she and and she makes mention of the fact that you can see her twisting her hand in the in the interview and kind of rocking back and forth (laughs) And that was really her just controlling her emotions Mm -hmm. so that she didn't react in a way that that is all people would see. And in addition to that, um,
0: this was extra. It wasn't her personal podcast. So it's not like she could have gone off on a tangent on schooling Chris Harrison on what Black Lives Matter is and what all of this means. Yes, It's an interview for a job. So you can't really she had to be political in mm. the way she was handling it mm-hmm. and so because and so now that she's on her own podcast she has a chance to address it yes i
1: feel like yeah she, she needed a little um understanding in that in that regard for those who were kind of annoyed that she wasn't she was pushing a little bit more yeah with that said maria what was your opinion on chris harrison's second apology all right i didn't read his second
0: apology mm-hmm
1: but the fact that he
0: had to issue a second one feels like you said something before and it wasn't well received so now you actually have to think about what persons are saying because the heat is not coming off
1: and you have to be more sincere sincere do you think the real purpose of the second apology might just have been to announce that he was stepping down could be that too i didn't think about it that way but that makes sense to me in rachel's podcast she brings up the fact that she doesn't necessarily accept rachel kirkconnell's apology because she took six weeks to say something anything but were you apologetic the whole time or are you now apologetic because everything is coming to a head i did hear information
0: not sure if it's true might be a rumor that she was contracted not
1: to address it as yet or how can you put waiting. that in a contract <laughs> especially what it have to do with the person's character in a
0: scandal like that. And then there was the other argument that persons, persons were making that her apology was a copy and paste apology. Well, I know.
1: I disagree with that. I do too. I don't remember exactly what she said, but mm-hmm. there, was, there was a little more emotion in yeah. her apology than there was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, more which than I can why I say said- was in Chris Harrison's initial <laughs> apology. Right,
0: which is why I said that I appreciated her apology. I did. I mean, it did come late, and everybody was wondering why she wasn't speaking on it. Yeah but the way she she addressed it i appreciated it
1: and even more than just rachel Lindsay and rachel cornell a lot of bachelor um contestants came out just this week mm. were very vocal i don't know a lot of them and maria would probably better know them but mm. um i understand that maria wasn't necessarily mm. staying abreast of the situation it's very good that the conversation at least is being had and that mm-hmm. is a move in the right direction and um now it's time for us to see where abc takes it from there yeah. or the bachelor franchise takes it from there yeah. i feel like now they probably are scrambling because mm-hmm. now it's time to choose a bachelorette who are they going to choose there are a lot of persons of color there might be more white women in the in the franchise but mm-hmm. there are a lot of good people of color mm-hmm. and before we even get into talking about this episode, I feel like Michelle just tapped my heart at the end of the episode. She took my whole heart. I was like, I love this girl. So you want her to be bachelorette? Oh gosh, man. <laughs> I can't believe you don't choose her. I cannot believe. Yes, you see, you mean now you go to Rachel? I mean all the signs are pointing to her. Yes. But she's so funny she's just she has a personality and I love that the clip at the end but yes. those of you guys
0: um don't know what we're talking about there was a clip at the end where Michelle was being funny yes. um they were toasting you know they usually toast at the end of the road ceremony she's like oh wait before I toast, I need to be looking good. So I'm gonna yeah, I
1: need to look good for the camera. <laughs>
0: I need to look good for the cameras and she does some push-ups. It showed her personality. Yeah, Con- Let's close off on the drama with Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, we're leaving it at the fact that he's stepping away from the franchise. There are many um Bachelor Nation um, contestants who have come out and said things. Um, and now we're moving on now one other piece of tea I know you guys are anxious to get to the episode (laughs) but there's one other piece of tea I'm going to make it very quick Mm -hmm. Claire is taking back Dale I'm going to end it there, let's move on (laughs) <laughs> I
1: mean, it's none of our business. So, I mean, kudos to you, Claire. I'm happy you guys worked out. Whatever it is you worked out, I don't wish bad on anybody's relationship. Yeah. I'd love to hear how the story develops. And let's get into the episode. Alright, so we left off last week
0: with Heather walking into the room, going straight to Matt. And uh, Piper coming and saying, what the b!" We see her speaking with Matt. Mm-hmm. She basically expresses to Matt the same thing that she said to Chris Harrison last week when she pulled up in the minivan. Mm-hmm. That Hannah uh, told her oh, that boldy. they'd be a great fit mm-hmm. and she had to come and meet him, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And we're wondering okay, is Matt going to yeah. add is this gonna her to go? this group of girls? Mm-hmm. She then goes back to the other girls. And they do not let
1: up on her. That was bullying. For everybody who heard the episode when I spoke about (laughs) bullying, this is Shanice now saying (laughs) that was bullying. They brought the girl to tears and nobody cared. There's no excuse
0: for the way they were speaking to her and coming down hard on her. But the same question they were having as to why she coming in at week six, thinking that she can just swoop in now Mm -hmm. hometowns are next week and you think you can come in at this stage and be allowed to proceed
1: (sighs) i shared in
0: that frustration
1: i feel like there was a better way to go about it of course the girls were mean they were bullies that was extremely toxic somebody obviously new is coming into the situation she doesn't know what stage you are what's going on somebody can sit her down and have a conversation with her y'all could just talk to her like a human being do you really
0: think that she didn't know how far they were into the thing i don't think so how you how would she know? I, mean, I guess. Maybe I never thought about because that. Because we don't know when know.
1: production starts. We don't know how far production is and so on. You don't that ask way, that
0: question before you drive up in your minivan and get quarantined and all that? You don't ask the producers like how far are we in right now? Do you think um, you know, like what, what's going on? Tell me a little bit about what's happening yes, in the house
1: Understood. Understood, mm-hmm. right? But there needed to have been somebody. I don't feel like any of them. Katie gone no one, everybody <laughs> just in it <laughs> You guys should have seen Shanice a while ago. <laughs> it's like you're searching for somebody to, to come and say no what what we're doing is not right.
0: And I just want to say too when we saw Jessenia being fired with MJ, I was all for it. Yes, but, but when this, she was fired with Heather, I was like, she's pushing it too far right now. But this is what I was trying to say to you before that the problem wasn't just Queen V and Anna, it was most of the girls in the house. I was telling you from before, all of them were creating this hostile environment. It was every single one of them.
1: If this is how they were treating the new girls, yes. then. Yes. No. So, but the then, then no, I'm not seeing the everyday was that
0: clear divide. And no. this is exactly how the girls are behaving to the new girls
1: is the same thing. You just never got to see it firsthand. But I'm telling you. Now that I'm seeing it. No, but now that I'm seeing it. Alright. Now that I'm seeing it. Okay. If this is any indication of how they acted towards what Brittany, is? those girls are terrible. Horrible! it don't matter that this girl is coming late i understand you know mm-hmm. i understand that she later i understand that next week is hometowns how i'm going just up and meet your family out of nowhere and you know, not and not yet understood but the way how them treat they brought her to tears and nobody cared that lack of emotion sympathy empathy anything is telling matt eventually um Thinks about it. We see where Heather is breaking down. I mean, Matt never gets to actually have that conversation with mm-hmm. her. I don't know if him watching this back now kind yeah. of opened his eyes as to because he probably was just as confused as me as to how the bullying came into place. But because he heard about yeah. it secondhand, watching this back now, mm-hmm. he probably got some clarity as well, mm-hmm. and he probably never know that that's how them treat Heather yep and
0: you see when she was crying when he was sitting near her down and sending her home and she was very anxious as to what he was gonna say i think she was crying because she feels extremely embarrassed yes because she put herself out there in the first place she knew you know from the first place that there's a chance she wouldn't get through yes. but the fact that she pushed herself out there and then the girls come berate her yes. on national television it just makes it even worse i feel like
1: bachelor did her dirty yeah With the, from the minivan, to the, to the quarantine videos, to the Uh, girls, to just sending her right back out the door, and then back to the minivan again, she chose the limo. I know, they drove back in the
0: minivan, She didn't even get the limo, guys. They did her dirty. (laughs) Uh, Poor I know, I mean, she, it was an embarrassment to her, it was
1: not a good look it wasn't and um when matt sat her down though, i thought it was very important one of the things that he said where he was giving the girls affirmations and telling them all all the time that he does see his wife in in the room mm-hmm. you look away if at this point he was to introduce somebody else when he already sees his wife in the room like yeah. why would he introduce a new um a new factor to mm-hmm. that equation mm-hmm um you know all reasonable it's all reasonable this decisions being made there but i just feel like the way that it was gone about um now i understand why dylan made that tweet because i understand that dylan is heather's friend Mm. that's why he said that bachelor doesn't care about people's mental health because to put heather through that i mean she did put herself out there Mm -hmm. but i don't think she knew what she was getting herself into and unfortunately Heather, you know what i send you virtual hugs Mm -hmm. um i really do feel terrible about what happened to you yes i agree so we're going to the rose ceremony ceremony now i'm just gonna say who left Mm mm-hmm chelsea my girl oh yeah you you like chelsea no me didn't know so she'd have gone from there <laughs> and she wasn't
0: gonna make it far but she left in this episode and so did serena c there are two girls at this point left in the house who have not had a one-on-one one
1: Oh yes jessenia
0: important point jessenia and abigail, abigail. now mm. every week there are two one on ones and one group date. So, we obviously are going to assume that the two one on ones are going to go to, to the two, two girls that have, have not had one yet. Reasonable. Reasonable. And Abigail. Yes. The very first one on one of this week went to
1: Serena P. Who already got her one on one on the picnic date? Blew my mind. Just two weeks ago, Serena yeah. P went on a one on one. How's she getting on? A... Yeah. This one. He song... tantric yoga and he was like, Why will Why will Brace up against.
0: <laughs> what he said was that um, I think he was trying to th- form a deeper connection with her because i think he knows that he likes her but i think there was something holding him back and so he wanted this date to bring them closer together it's a more physical date maybe he wanted to see if there was a physical connection too maybe mm. there's all that maybe um, yeah that's a good point and so he chose her for this date any comments on that yeah I mean, she didn't like it she did not even like that date and I thought that when she said that that Matt would feel away because he was very open in the confessionals about how he really felt close to her and he felt a connection when they were doing it and she just outrightly came and said yeah I didn't like that
1: I'm like okay so there was a disconnect I don't know there was disconnect and he still gave her he said he appreciated yeah. her honesty.
0: i thought it was just a slap in the face to abigail and jesena that they didn't get it none of them got a one-on-one but yeah agreed i agree with that okay um going to the group date now i don't think there was a day part to the group date no i actually have here no day portion there was only yeah it was just the night, night part mm-hmm. um so on the night part we had brie michelle abigail kate and piper Mm. um each conversation brie told matt that she had to resign from her job to stay on the show i would never yeah me either i would have spoken to him before i resigned because next thing i go resign and then i'm the next one out the door she resigned and then spoke to him no girl (laughs) no girl
1: trust him no did you paint white on your face and put a red nose no not a clown don't do that uh, i more of brie no and no she comment. said she it was her dream job
0: no this no wasn't comment. just
1: any job to her what girl no, no, no for comment. this man for him babe girl Babe girl do not let no man <laughs> no man make you cut off your source of income baby girl baby girl no especially in a situation where you're not sure you're gonna get chosen in the end baby girl i like you breed, but i like you but i cannot stand with you in that decision i'm going through what the rest of the girls
0: said michelle said that she didn't think that Feeling the way she feels now was possible. Love that conversation. Mm-hmm. And too. she said
1: that she was 100% committed to him.
0: There we go. Rachel also said she's never felt like this before and that it's terrifying. Um, when she's not around him, she's always thinking about him. Yeah, Kit now says that she basically she wants to live her life and she wants to travel. And yeah, she's she just like,
1: a, I'm a long-term investment, yeah. so I'm going to have to go to school and I'm going to have to travel before you think about putting any babies in me.
0: And before marriage too, she did want marriage. to get married either. And I yeah. was thinking, and so she was basically telling him all these things, so like, all right, i'm trying to let you know like it's your time to run now like if you if you don't want this then leave and yeah. he's stuck with it so that make me wonder if he's really true to wanting marriage at the end of this then because if somebody's telling you i don't want this marriage thing and you're still allowing them to stay then what are your intentions we did ask that last week still abigail was also on that group date
1: so she clearly didn't get her one-on-one so she goes to matt and she's saying to him that um She started to picture having a future with him and was wondering if he felt the same about her Mm. and he explained to her that initially he felt a very strong connection with her and because he was so sure of that connection kind of put that to the side and started trying to form other connections with the other girls mm-hmm. and then he started to form stronger connections and that connection got left behind and so he was just like let me just send you home
0: yeah which um i respected but that usually at this stage that happens because mm. you have to bring it down to four you girls out of eight. Out, yeah. so you kind of have to just act on what you're feeling right mm. now in the moment we have stronger connections with you have to be very um, direct with Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Abigail from Bachelor in Paradise. Um. Yes. <laughs> so, why I want you to explain what everybody's conversation was with Matt on that night? It's because yeah. out Wait. of all the conversations that Matt had, out of everything that all of the girls said, Brie telling him that she resigned from her job for him, he
1: gives the group date rose to Rachel anyways, but i see i have a note here that he when he was talking to rachel he asked her if her mother is going to cry when she sees him so i don't know if they've had conversations about her parents being a certain type of woman. oh and she, she told him it. that they'll just be happy that she's happy
0: let me tell you right when him, they give her the group date rose and then tell her after same have a special surprise for her one away the
1: man choose her dog i was like this girl is the winner Done. The show is over now. Why are we talk? bothering? Why are we bothering? She won. Why, are we, why are we bothering? <laughs> like, it's a group <laughs> No, like,
0: it's a group date, guys. There's never usually a portion at the end of the group date man, they where they go you. And have a one away after the group date. you usually just done when you give out the group date, Rose. That
1: is it. I have she gets that a note. I was like, need to ask Maria <laughs> if this ever happened before.
0: No, I've never seen it. I've done it. all of the seasons when we watch. We never see this yet. Come on, come see this. <laughs> Come on,
1: come see this.
0: <laughs> We're not glad, actually. We're not glad <laughs>
1: come from the first episode that we recorded i did think rachel was going to come up but she not coming up the way i thought she was going to come up i thought she was going to her personality was going to come up we don't see nothing she's just pretty what do you think yeah you guys tell us what what do you, what do you think i really want to hear what other people think do you think she has a personality <laughs> do you think she deserves that group date rose i mean also everybody's story <laughs> oh boy i just wanted to say too
0: the girl's faces when he gave rachel the group date rose oh jeez! i felt devastated for them what i want to say about these girls and i think i may have said it already these, This is the most emotional set of girls I've seen, like they're
1: very emotional. I'm not used to this. After that scene where they dance into the night with the man singing, he was. Very Black good. by the way. He's, I love
0: him. I always did. So good. He, um, you know his wake me up when he's a
1: song. Yes,
0: on. this is um the first time I actually recognized the artist. I felt yes. like I knew space
1: from somewhere, but I didn't know um mm-hmm, that's where the guy. Um, So then after that scene, Kit goes to Matt's apartment and she tells him that she isn't 100% sure he's going to get down on one knee. And next week is hometowns and that is not a situation where you try to figure things out you can't try to figure things out mm-hmm. when you're getting your family involved it's either you have it figured out already or you just don't bother to me matt never really seemed like him care you must be <laughs> all right yeah come
0: now no he see he did there's still other girls left who we have strong connections with probably so clearly even the stronger still connections in
1: the room.
0: Rachel are is still we there? there. Why are we doing it? <laughs> yeah, Rachel is still there. <laughs> Why are we
1: even having the rest of the season? Like honestly. Um, Nima okay. collan must boring into them now. Mm. Why them don't just go home? It's not like them have more countries to go to, so them just go like, stick it out so that them can't go to this country, <laughs> that country in the same hotel. Mm-hmm. They're out. really into Matt. All of them are really into no, Matt. No, but Matt is really into Rachel. I feel like he might waste Michelle time at this point. <laughs> I love Michelle.
0: Jessenia. He got a one on
1: one. It was a drifting date. I have a note here. <laughs> it says, They were learning how to drift but it was matt kissing her on the trunk of the car for me <laughs> yeah there was no connection with Justenia, obviously
0: you know what i think it is he has already formed stronger connections with other girls and once that has happened it's kind of hard to sneak your way into it maybe if Justenia had gotten an earlier date then it would have probably yeah. um stu- stuck with him longer and he probably she probably would have been on his mind but you know, you kind of you notice that the girls who are left are the girls who had the first set of one on ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just that when you get in there early, it will either go good for you or bad for you. If you if you get a rose on your early one on one dates, it's most likely that you're going to make it towards the end. So Jasenya said that she's falling in love with Matt. Oh,
1: Lord. And. Um, you know really perplex me, Mario. What? I don't want to know how you feel. What? When the people, them, and i not just matter alone, you only go one on one, you tell people, pour out your life, heart, story. <laughs> and you see the person reach over, tuck up the rose. No, no, go down, you know, you man. You say, alright, now we need less time. And then they're happy to man talk.
0: Yeah. Until and you Yes,
1: them, them talk and them say nice things about you. And you're this and you're that. But. but. Yes. <laughs> why take up the rose? Why take up the rose? <laughs> why do that to the people, them?
0: No, I agree. But I've been saying this for years. I've been saying it like, why does it have to be a rule that you need to pick up the rose even if you're not giving it out? Left the rose upon the little plate.
1: Yes Lucky <laughs> yes was Mr. you could have seen the blood run out girlfriend.
0: So she got sent home. Yes. Next up we
1: have another rose ceremony. It's the next one. It's the rose first ceremony. time they have two rose ceremonies.
0: You know it's because they want hometown to start fresh. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the person who leaves is Piper. So the four girls for Hometowns. I think we guessed them. Minus Serena P.
1: Yeah, minus Serena. P. But
0: I did say that I was thinking Serena P. So I'm just yeah, yeah, like, that, that. No, yeah, you
1: didn't say that. I said, who do I? said Piper or Jasenia and none of
0: them. I made it. The four girls for hometowns next week Michelle, we have Rachel, Serena P, and we have. Brie! <laughs> Brie, Bri, imagine you give up your
1: job and we're not even going.
0: <laughs> Brie, not when you know? She's not going.
1: I think she's going home next. I'm say, when Piper. Wait, I said no Matt walks over <laughs> And he's like, let me walk you out She's like, alright then And she just Yeah Vex She just walks straight into the car She don't My don't turn She don't touch it. She do <laughs> She just said mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> yes. She said, yeah, whatever <laughs> Because you're yeah, wasting my time right
0: now I don't know what you have to tell me, say I was just thinking like, girl, I know you sad But it's a risk to come on this show
1: Who are you? No, but here it is that she don't express love verbally, mm-hmm. and she tell the man this. Mm-hmm. And in that same conversation, she said she thinks she falling in love with him. Mind mm-hmm. you, he never reciprocated. That's to know. We said yeah. that last week. But the coming like so, she never pick it up. She was scarred
0: by by the whole experience of of having to um be vulnerable and open up, and then it just end up flashing right back into her face.
1: What's your pipe on? So life have got some bachelor in paradise for you yeah i'd love to see her there
0: so guys that was the episode are you excited for hometowns let us know who you think is gonna make it through
1: next week don't forget to like the video like share comment and subscribe and click the notification bell so that you can know when we have dropped a new video we love you guys. We love you, Chiclet. It's been a while since we said that. <laughs> we love you, little Chiclet. <laughs> Next week, guys.
0: Adios.